it becomes the number one song in the country. It is all about how she is a terrible girlfriend. And she is forced to deal with the fact that she has blogs writing about her. She is suddenly famous. There is a war of words on MTV with her and her ex-boyfriend and her new boyfriend. She is stalked at Amoeba Records by the paparazzi on her first date. And all in that, she just wants to go back to being a normal girl because fame is not quite what she thought it would be. And for April, May, and June, three girls discover they have superpowers. Unfortunately, it's right when they've arrived in a new high school. There's no Cullen family. There's no Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) They are forced to figure it out on their own without any help. And also, they have seen X-Men. They know what happens to mutants and freaks. And they do not want that to happen to them. So they keep it a secret. (laughs) Those are my books. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. So, Mag, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I mean, we know that we have some first books here, we have some second books here, and then we have Mag. I know. How many have you written? I'm not going to tell you. Come it's, on. Well, you know, there's a difference between how many I've written, and I think all of you will agree, and how many have been published. Well, okay, how many I've published? Written, <laughs> how many I'm published? Not, a, a lot. But I think that the, the thing that all of these, when you ask how, what do these books all have in common, is that they're all about um, young people discovering who they are, and... I've read all these books, and they're all really good, by the way. I haven't read your new one. I'm sorry. I have not. Yeah, I know. I'm really sad about that, but you're going to send it to me. Um, and they're all about, um, which I think is a big, important part about growing up. And, and it actually doesn't end, I'm sorry to tell you, because you're always discovering who you are. Because um, people are always like, well, how do you write books for you know teens and tweens and adults? And it's, it never ends. You're always finding out who you are. You're always... That's why The Real Housewives of New York is so much fun to watch, because <laughs> those ladies don't know who they are either. Um, and you're, I think that's what makes writing fiction so much fun, is because you're constantly writing about a character who's like, what's going on? Who am I? They're learning. If, you don't, if you're writing a book and it's not about a character who has started out as one person at the beginning and changed by the end, I don't consider it a book. So. What do we call that then? Boring. Yeah. <laughs> Something I would I would not read probably. I mean, it would just be like, oh, why am I reading this? And I actually have read books like that, and I'm like, why did this get published? And why did they send it to me? And now I have to think of an excuse why I can't blurb it, and it's like horrible. <laughs> so, I love when people ask about why, and they're like, what's it like writing for teenagers? I'm like, it's like writing for me. Like yesterday, I had a breakdown because I didn't know what to wear to something. You know, like it always. It happens a lot. Like, Don has that problem all the time. <laughs> right? We talked about it earlier, me and Don. <laughs> but it's like, you're right. The changes, they never change. I'm really no. sorry to tell you. Teenagers. You're always like, what? Yeah. What, what's happening? You can just afford better shoes, and that's pretty much the main yeah. thing. <laughs> that's true. If you're lucky. It helps. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the good thing about having a lot of books published is like... You know, then you're like, oh, gosh, I can... But then you have, like, more shoes you have to choose from. <laughs> Don, tell us about That's your a big baby. problem. Don, yeah, Don, you better talk because you're not going to get away. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> Sorry. This is like at home you with my go. wife. You better go. <laughs> um, yeah, so Swim the Fly is, is my first novel. I, I'm, uh, I've been a screenwriter for around 15 years, and uh, I, I wrote the book... I wrote the book because I started getting I actually started getting tired of, of of the of the process of screenwriting of having things bought and not made or bought and changed and changed and made and not and not turned into what you wanted them to be. So so I wrote the book. I actually wrote it never thinking it was going to get published. 
because um, I wrote it remembering how I was as a 15-year-old boy and how I was as a 15-year-old boy was not like a lot of the books that I had read and uh, it was, uh, when I was 15, I was, I was, it was like a switch went off in my head and all I could think about was girls. And, um, <laughs> and I didn't actually know how to deal with it at the time because you're, 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 you're just going in all these different directions. So, and it is, it's a story of, it's a story of three 15 year old boys. And then every summer they set themselves a summertime goal. And when they were younger, it used to be things like collecting a thousand golf balls off the golf course or playing 500 consecutive games of ping pong. And then, uh, this summer, one of the guys gets, uh, the, the brilliant idea that, uh, somehow, some way before the end of the summer, they're going to see a live naked girl. And, uh, Not things... a dead naked girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the sequel, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, and so things do not go quite as, as planned, and they get themselves into all sorts of, you know, very embarrassing and humiliating circumstances.